Hello, and welcome to The Family Bookshelf. I am Nick, the Game Schooling Dad, and with me is my wife, Amber, of AmbitionsForChrist.com. Today, I've got three books that I enjoyed instead of two to read and one to skip. These are three that I actually liked all three of them. Uh, pretty rare that I find you yeah. know, a series of books uh, in a row that I enjoyed all of them. Uh, they're also in... Oh, far different spectrums. I didn't realize I was so across the board when I was coming up with this list. And then all of a sudden I'm looking at them it's like, whoa, they're all over the place with these ones. So the first one I have is a work of nonfiction called Breaking the News by Alex Marlowe. Uh, he is the editor of Breitbart News, which is a right-leaning news source, a um, conservative news source as opposed okay. to a liberal or a news um, right news channel and and i really enjoyed this one i was surprised it was a little dry don't get me wrong but it really painted a lot of pictures that we didn't know before uh, for me it painted a lot of things of you don't realize how in bed the democratic party and the mainstream media are okay. uh, we've ignored a lot of this we've allowed a lot of this and the idea of a free media doesn't exist anymore it's so a part of the democratic party now, it's hard because I don't want this channel, this isn't supposed to be a political show. Right. But we do, We, you and I are conservative and we're right-leaning. Right. And if that's your interest, if that's something you're interested in, this would definitely be a book I would pick up. Oh, yeah. You know, we don't know all of the stories. And he, and he names all these people, all these names, and the stories just get worse and worse and worse of these people and what they're doing. is like, oh, my goodness, they're so interconnected. And if you think that they're, you know, telling you the truth anymore, <laughs> yeah. then you've really got to relook at this because they are so intertwined. I mean, not only just in their belief systems, but as families. Mm -hmm. They're all married and interconnected as well in ways that I didn't know about before. There's so many connections anymore that it is amazing. It's one of those things where you almost feel like a conspiracy theorist because you're like, it's all connected. <laughs> but at the same time, it really is connected. And it's kind of stepped away from being a crazy theory to a oh, wow, this is something serious that's yeah. affecting our nation. They're, they're cousins with each other, and there's no way this cousin is going to you know, tattle on this cousin, and they're all right. kicking back and forth money to each other. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my goodness, this is disgusting. Yeah. This is you know not what the Founding Fathers dreamed of when they thought of a, a fair and free media. Yeah. You know, the freedom free of press, press. <laughs> was never meant to be um, a one-sided press or was never meant to be for one side of the aisle yeah you know so it was scary to see all this it was also a nice introduction for a right-leaning media source they can be hard to find they really are there's I mean, so few and the ones that get promoted the ones that get press and the ones that you know become big are all left-leaning uh, yeah. they're also all owned by the same three four people who have tons and tons of money yeah to so, find someone that's a smaller you know willing to be brave enough even just to step out and say we're doing something different you don't get sponsors the same way nope. i'm sure you don't get the you know the stories coming to you easily nope. <laughs> because now, no one wants to turn these over that easily. was one of his biggest problems and i was interested because he, he talked about how we can fix this and one of his biggest one was if you get into a position of power position of office you've got to start kicking these these stories to these smaller media markets oh. we've got to get away from giving all the the big stories to cnn and nbc and that's he actually said that's what trump did wrong you know when especially when the pandemic hit you know trump 
made those press rooms smaller because of the pandemic rules. Right. Right. And he instead of, you know, kicking out CNN or instead of limiting CNN and NBC, he brought them in and kicked out Breitbart News. Oh. He kicked out the conservative ones and brought in the liberal ones. Trump, I mean, he gives a lot of credit to Trump, credit in a, a weird sense, <laughs> uh, credit to Trump in that Trump was still trying to be nice to the media, was still trying to get them on his side right. when it was never going to happen. Right. So it was remarkable to me. And again, I don't want this show to be political. It's not supposed to be there. But you don't know, and I didn't know, and I don't think anyone knows, all the stories of all this. The, the swamp is very real. Right. I mean, we've all heard of Hunter Biden at this point in time. But have you heard about Hunter Biden's sister? Have you heard about Joe Biden's brother? Have you heard about <laughs> Joe Biden's other brother? What about <laughs> Joe Biden's sister? All of them are getting multi-million dollar government grants. And, you, of course, you've never heard of them, no. right? But you've heard of, of Hunter Biden, the crack-smoking, you know, prostitute person, <laughs> you know. But it's like, oh, no, that's not right. I'm not going to defend that, you know. But shouldn't we also see all this other stuff? That right. You have the Biden name, and all of a sudden you can get... Well, and it's frustrating because, once again, a lot of these media sources, I think they just parade themselves as unbiased. And they're not unbiased, no. you know. And I think that's the hardest part is, you know, if you're going to... I, I really don't mind if you are very pro-Biden and want to spout the praises of Biden as a media source. Just be open that you are That's a left-leaning source. Very true. Very true. I mean, if it doesn't matter. You can right. be on either side of the aisle. That's the point. But you need to be upfront and honest right. about which side you're, pr you're protecting. Yeah. And, and, and all right, Breitbart and Daily Wire, the other one that I'm familiar with, yeah. are very clear of they are the conservative news sites. They're conservative. I, I go into it knowing that. I go into it realizing I'm getting a bias. And I think that, yeah, if the left-leaning media did the same thing, it would be I would be a lot less frustrated by yeah, it. The left-leaning media still claims objectivity, and honestly... It's not objective. You've, I don't know. I don't want to be mean, but you've had to have taken a hard blow to the head <laughs> to still think they're objective. Let's, let's get off of that before I, get any, <laughs> before I get any more nasty comments that I'm sure to come. Yeah. Um, so changing gears again, because like I said, my list was totally random this week, um, mm. was called the one I just finished called Monster by Frank Peretti. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a Christian author, and this is a book about a Sasquatch who's in the woods hunting people. And then the people, of course, turn around and are hunting the Sasquatch. Okay. Um, it took about 150, 200 pages to get going. Oh, wow. Um, a lot longer than I usually give a book. I usually only give a book about 100 pages. If it hasn't caught my interest by then, I put it down. This one took a little longer. I stuck with it because it was a gift from my wife. Aww. She was familiar <laughs> with Frank Peretti for some reason, and so she had given this to me, and so I wanted to make a good college effort, if you will, oh, yeah. through it. Um, and I was really impressed. You know, I really enjoyed it. Once it picked up and once it got there, it's like, okay, this was actually a really good story. Um, what I really liked about it was the, oh, defense, let's put it that way, of the creation model of, of life and oh. how life was created. And the whole big idea is that random genetic mutations do not create better life. And in fact, this scientist who is trying to do it, who is tr sitting down and, of course, not letting it be random mutations at this point in time because he's doing it in a laboratory. No. And even in a laboratory, he cannot create the mutations to create and to create better life. Yeah. You know, you can't take a monkey and make it a better monkey. God has already perfected it. It's already right. the perfect monkey, you know. Right. So it was, it was awesome. It was like, this is actually really cool. And it came to a really exciting story. Um, this girl was 
kidnapped by these Sasquatches in the woods, and then there's this other thing, and it was like, it was, oh, wow, this is kind of really fun. Did, you know? did it have a horror element to it? A little bit. Um, it, You could call it horror. I don't know if I'd call it horror specifically. I would have called it more of a thriller or more of an action-adventure. Okay. Um, I think... I mean, I, I, as I think about my library or a bookstore, I don't think it would be upsetting to find it in the horror section. Okay. Uh, I think you would be fine doing that. But I wouldn't say I was scared. The pieces where we're focusing in and were supposed to be scary, I didn't feel scared. Right. Um, it was more focused on the hunt for this lady. And okay. so that those elements are more of a thriller okay. as opposed to something that's scary. Um, but it all kind of got wrapped up into this scientific um, exposition the scientist is going through this lab he's trying to find all these monkeys he's trying to do all this stuff and it was it was really solid I was good. really impressed with it it became a, a really good read that I couldn't put down and I was glad I finished it uh, that was Monster by uh, Frank Peretti it's a little older book I think it was published in 05 now okay. but still probably worth finding and worth taking a look at uh, again, totally changing gears. <laughs> I don't think you realize how far all over the place I'm going to be. This one was called uh, a new series. I just found it. Uh, I had seen advertisements on it. I finally pulled the trigger and bought it for the library. Uh, it's called The Tuttle Twins. <laughs> and it's a series of 12 books. I'm not exactly sure how many are in the series. I know. Uh, right now, the number is eluding me. I don't okay. know if it's 12 or more than 12. I've read three of them now, and I've been really impressed with all three of them. So far, I have, too. When you've been reading them aloud, they've been really interesting to read. And I love the fact that Laura has been able to jump right in and read them, too. Yeah, she's been able to pick them up and read them herself. They are much smaller than I thought they would be. I yeah. didn't expect chapter books, per se, Um but they're bigger than a picture book, smaller than a chapter book. We ended up putting them with our leveled readers, uh, the highest level, of course, but still not quite enough that it was something I would feel comfortable doing for a story time. They're a little long right. for our read-alouds at night, but they're a little short for us to break it up into two or three nights. Yeah, I would definitely agree So they're that. in a weird spot as far as length goes, but they're, they're very interesting because they actually teach kids um, conservative values, conservative economic values specifically. Yeah. Uh, they teach about how government should be limited, and they teach about how people should help each other as opposed to relying on the government, <laughs> uh, pretty much teaching the exact opposite of everything a public school will teach you. Right. So the public school is all about how great the government is, looking at how, how much the government has done for us, and the government is perfect, yeah. and these books say, no, 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 <laughs> you know, the government is not the ones who are the good guys. Right. I mean, they comes, it definitely, I like how they've been bringing it down to the kids' level, too. You know, Barry, at four years old, was already starting to kind of get the idea and notice, like, hey, that's right, that's wrong. You know, and he was pointing to the pictures and retelling the story a little bit mm -hmm. already. And it's like, that's awesome because that's helping them learn these, you know, these pretty big topics and learning them well at a young age. So yeah. that when we do introduce them again in the future during, you know, social studies time, I guess, in a sense or something, then... It's already in their mind, and they can have a picture to go back to and reference. And I think that's just amazing. Because big, big ideas broken down that they can take exactly. and they can understand. You know, they may not understand the idea of taxing, you know, but they can understand the idea of stealing a tomato. Yeah, and it breaks it down to that simple. They may not understand the idea of supply and demand, but they can understand how to build a pencil and you know all the people that it takes to go in there and how the demand for that pencil dictates some of that. Oh yeah. So there's a lot of really cool things that it breaks down, and I also love 
love that each one of them, at least so far of the three I've read, has included like a book that the adults can read into as well. Uh, I think the last one we had an essay instead of a book, but the same idea yeah. that if you're an adult or a parent and you're interested in this topic, you can go look this up and learn more about it yourself. That's awesome too, because I mean, how nice is it to know that like if my kids start asking questions, I now can go find new resources for myself to help them answer those big questions too. Similar, similar to you know breaking the news. Going back to that, it's just it's not stuff that you see out there. It's not. This is not the stuff that gets promoted, especially if you start talking about public school. No, oh, yeah. I was a public school teacher for <laughs> six years. It's not the stuff you're going to hear. It's not the stuff you're supposed to be t teaching. Yeah. And so it was nice to see a this these books come at it from a new angle. Yes. And if we're going to talk about a, a, a well-rounded education or, or seeing both sides of the issue, this should definitely be something that you pick up and take a glance at. Yeah. At the I very agree. least. I mean, they're going to... At the gonna... very least, yeah, just so that they see a different side. I mean, you should be talking about communism and all these other things too with your kids, but also give them a free market approach. Show them these other ideas in a way that they can understand too. Yeah. All they're all they ever going to see is communism. Yeah. That's all our world pushes towards because right. it's sin. I mean, it's the easiest way to do it, it's and human's so, yeah. heart is sin. You know, it's it's disgusting, and this is a nice way to bring in those free market big ideas, but broken down for them to understand. Yes. So that was uh, the Tuttle Twins series. Definitely worth definitely worth looking that one up. Yeah. Um, so that's all the time I have for you today. Once again, I am Nick, the Game Schooling Dad, and with me is Amber of AmbitionsForChrist.com. This has been the Family Bookshelf. Thank you.